Welcome, all you music junkies, to the I'm in Love With That Song podcast, part of the Pantheon podcast family. My name is Brad Page, and I'll be your host and musical tour guide as we explore a different song each episode, discovering all the little elements that make a song great. No musical knowledge or experience is required here, because we don't get into music theory. We're just putting our ears to work and seeing what they uncover. On this episode, we're digging deep into a track from a legendary album by one of my all-time favorite bands, maybe the greatest rock band ever, The Who. This is The Real Me. We'll be right back after this message. As far back as 1970, The Who were toying with the idea of doing a double album where each of the four members would get one side to stretch out and showcase themselves. That never happened. Instead, they came up with a much more ambitious project, a concept album, a story that would explore four different sides of one person each aspect represented by a different member of The Who. The result was an album that was met with mixed reviews and would confuse some of the audience, but is now considered one of the greatest albums of all time. In some way, the germ of what would become the Quadrophenia album began in June 1972 when the band recorded Long Live Rock. This song tells the story of The Who's early years. This song was never included in Quadrophenia, but it eventually was released in 1974 on the Odds & Sods album, a collection of outtakes and leftover tracks. But in the liner notes to Odds & Sods, Pete Townsend wrote, I had an idea once for a new album about the history of The Who called Rock Is Dead, Long Live Rock. That idea later blossomed into Quadrophenia. The mod culture of the 1960s was a uniquely British movement. Most Americans, then and now, are pretty unfamiliar with that whole scene. In fact, this album, Quadrophenia, is probably where most people in the U.S. learned about mods. Jimmy is the central character in Quadrophenia. He's a kid who desperately wants to be a mod, but even among the mods, he struggles to fit in. Over the course of the story, he discovers that the mods he looks up to aren't what they're cracked up to be. And by the end of the tale, he ends up sitting on a rock in the ocean, waiting for the waves, contemplating suicide, and finding some kind of inner strength. Maybe. The end of the story is left ambiguous. Jimmy is a Who fan. This is the early 60s version of the Who, when they were the favorite band of the mods and he eventually discovers that the Who may not be all they're cracked up to be either. What makes Quadrophenia such a magical album 
is not the four-part split personality concept. It's the story of a teenager who represents both the band and their audience. And through this character, they reflect back on the history of the band, from their beginnings in the mod scene to where they were at the time of this recording. In writing these songs, Pete Townsend is not only trying to understand his audience, as represented by Jimmy, he's also trying to understand the Who itself, how they got here, their successes and their failures. Townsend's demo for The Real Me was recorded in the spring of 73. It's slower with a different beat. There's some guitar fills that he eventually dropped and a fourth verse that was deleted from the final version. With the demos, Townsend would keep the bass and drum parts pretty minimal. He wanted John Entwistle and Keith Moon to come up with their own parts and not to try to follow what he laid down on the demos. That's all part of what makes The Who, The Who. Quadrophenia opens with the sound of the ocean, waves crashing on the shore. This is actually the only Who album that opens this way, not with a song, but with a natural sound effect that puts you in a physical place, on a beach, near the sea. This opening introduces the four musical themes of the album the themes that represent the four sides of Jimmy's personality, his quadrophenia, as well as the four members of the Who. Helpless Dancer, Is It Me, Bellboy, and Love Rain Over Me.
and then the first actual song to kick off the album. is a song that lashes out against psychiatry, religion, family, and being rejected in love. But what the song is really about is the struggle to find our own identity and the sheer frustration when other people can't see us for who we really are. All of that can be felt in the performances that each band member delivers. So much going on in this song, we'll try to take it all in. Besides Roger Daltrey's powerhouse vocals, in my opinion this album represents Roger's peak as a vocalist. The most important instrument in this song is the bass guitar. It's what propels the song more than any other instrument. According to bass player John Entwistle, this bass part was the first take. He was messing around, playing whatever he wanted to play. They recorded a few more takes, but always came back to this one. Entwistle was looking to inject some new life into his playing, so he switched to a new bass guitar for this album, a Gibson Thunderbird. Let's listen to that bass part from the intro through the first verse. Let's listen to the interplay between the guitar, the bass, and the vocal. I went back to my mother. I said, I'm crazy, Ma, help me. She said, I know how I feel, son, cause it runs in the family. So good. Here's the second chorus, and again, listen to what the bass guitar is doing. Can you see the real me, Mama? Let's listen to one of those patented Roger Daltrey screams. Whoa, John Entwistle is not only playing the bass parts, he also played all the horn parts on this album. Here's what the horns are playing during the chorus. And let's check out Townsend's guitar part during this section. Mm -hmm. 
Now let's go back and listen to the bass and drums during that same section. Roger's vocal. The girl I used to love lives in this yellow house. Yesterday she passed me by. She doesn't want to know me now. Whoa! Can you see the real me? Can you? Can you? Listen to the power and the energy of the band here, just the three of them. You can see why they were one of the greatest live bands of all time. Yeah. Let's listen to Roger's vocals again. Seem to scare him a little, so he showed me to the golden gate. Can you see real me, Can you see real me, And let's hear Keith Moon's absolutely maniacal drums during this chorus. The Who. In an interview with Q Magazine in 1994, Townsend described the real me as having the big, big bass of John Entwistle, the big, big drums of Keith Moon, the power chords, the huge voice of Roger Daltrey, and what they're actually saying is, I'm a pathetic little wimp. Townsend wrestled with the challenge of writing delicate, poignant pieces and then having them delivered with the thundering intensity of the Who, there was just no holding them back. But that's part of what I love about this band, that dichotomy, that somehow they were able to make it work. Townsend and Daltrey have performed all of Quadrophenia live in recent years, but without Entwistle and Moon, it's not the same. It's still good, don't get me wrong, it's good, but it's not the Who. In putting this episode together, I used a few resources, including a great book called Won't Get Fooled Again, The Who, From Lifehouse to Quadrophenia by Richie Unterberger. Highly recommended if you're a Who fan. It's a great book. There's also a very good documentary on the making of Quadrophenia. I believe that's on Amazon Video. If you search for it, you can find it. 
Thanks for joining me once again on the I'm in Love with That Song podcast here on the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can find all the past episodes of this show on our website, lovethatsongpodcast.com. I'd love it if you'd leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever it is that you listen to the show. You can connect with us on Facebook, just search for the I'm in Love with That Song podcast, or on Twitter at PopStaffTweets. This show is a tree falling in the forest without you listening. So seriously, thank you for listening. Remember to support the artists and the songs you love by buying the music. Thanks for joining us for this episode on The Real Me by The Who. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.